Hey besties, welcome back to Homeroom. Today we're going to be reviewing episode 7 of season 1, Thanksgiving, and we're joined by Natalia. And yeah, Natalia, would you introduce yourself, please? Okay, um, hello, I'm Natty Love Sophia on Twitter and TikTok. Um, but what are your big three for characters? My big three are obviously Gina and EJ. And I have to say Big Red. Oh. I'm glad yeah. that we finally switched it up because every guest that we've had on has always said that their big three is Gina, EJ, and Ricky. Right. Yeah. Big Red deserves some love. I... Right. He's perfect. All right. We can definitely get into it. Who do you guys think was the loser of the episode? Definitely Gina. Yeah. <laughs> she was down bad this episode. In so many ways. Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty I, pitiful for her. I felt real bad. It's so sad because she started off the episode at such a high, and then she ended it at, like, her lowest point. Yeah. I feel like I would also say that Nini is kind of the loser of this episode because she just looks really gross and bitter in this whole episode. Mm-hmm. But she's but Gina lost so much. Yeah. Yeah. And then for winner of the episode, I don't really know. I would have to say, objectively, it's probably Big Red and Ashlyn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. For once, Ashlyn is the winner. <laughs> and I guess we can count EJ as a loser, too. Oh, you're right. Didn't oh, yeah. This was the start of the downfall of EJ, so, yeah. <sighs> yeah, EJ thing. were really down bad this episode. Like, it was not a highlight for them at all. Yeah, I think that um, Mr. M and Miss Jen were, I don't want to call them the losers or the winners. They were just the idiots of the episode. <laughs> I can't believe they burnt down the thing. I mean, they're grown. Do they not know that if you put, if you leave electronics on, they'll catch on fire? Right. I feel like, I feel like it should have been something different because a electric fire with Mr. M just didn't make sense for me. Like he's the science yeah, teacher. He's the science teacher doesn't make any sense. I think they should have like broken into the home ec room and try to cook like a turkey. Oh yeah. Oh. I think that they were kind of weird this episode. Like, why were they lying on their Thanksgivings to prove a point? I was like, that was kind of weird, but all right. Yeah. Their whole plot was kind of, yeah. I want to say my like theory about Mr. M and Miss Jen. Oh, okay. I, from like, what episode was it when he was like really rude to Carlos? I think it was three or four. Three. Mm-hmm. I always had this feeling that Mr. M was like gay. <laughs> and so like, he was like projecting his own like high school self um, onto Carlos. And then, like, in episode five, he realized that, like, what he did was wrong. And that's why he wanted to help him out at homecoming. Oh, I can see that. Yeah. He definitely seems like the type to do that. I think he just has a lot of hate in his heart. (laughs) I of that. (laughs) He's a hateful person. And, like, he's pathetic too i really don't know why he always tries to make other people look pathetic when he just looks even worse i definitely think he's like 
Miss Jen. But I think Miss Jen kind of owns that she's a failure and a loser <laughs> a little bit better than him. And she should right. fix that. <laughs> that's dope. Yeah, they're both a couple of losers. And this, that's why it's going to be interesting <laughs> next season when they actually have a successful person thrown into the mix. Because <laughs> Ricky's dad's kind of a loser, too. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. he's on the floor. So nasty. <laughs> like, he's a grown man. I wonder what. Did he talk about what Ricky did for Thanksgiving in this episode? I think there's no there's a scene of them eating and it's kind of sad like they're just eating they're eating hot wings again. Oh yeah, yeah. One thing I noticed, I was watching it like right before this and I was like, why did he pull the hot sauce out of the fridge? And it bothered me really bad, but um you don't put your hot sauce in the fridge? No. <gasps> really? I don't either. Oh, it goes in the cabinet? What the heck? It depends on the hot sauce for me. I guess. Yeah. He pulled out, like, Tabasco. I was like, that's weird. Oh, that's that's weird, yeah. To put in the fridge? Yeah, no. If this show can make it long enough and we can get another Thanksgiving episode, um, whoever they... Whatever couple, I really wouldn't care. Um, I need a scene where... um, Person A orders Boston Market and plates it <laughs> like they cook dinner. <laughs> and person B just lies. And they know they did it. And they see the trash rag. And they're just like, mmm, delicious. I feel like Miss Jen would do that. Like, she would buy Boston Market and Ricky's dad would be like, this was so great. You're so awesome for this. <laughs> God. She's just like to lie like that. I wish Ricky would have been more upset about his dad and Miss Jen. Honestly, because like, why was he so cool with it? I was yeah, really and then he just brought it up in conversation. I thought that was really odd. Mm-hmm. I think, <laughs> I think if High School Musical um the series is more of a teen drama, this Thanksgiving party would have been a little bit crazier, wilder, and um, my favorite thing to think about is that um. If they just kept EJ mean and not made him so pathetic, he would have just <laughs> brought that up. Like, there's so much EJ I feel like oh. he sees, and he can just bring it up. Like, they're playing truth or something. That would be so funny. And it would force Ricky kind of to at least think about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wish they played. Oh, well, I do really like the game that they played. I thought that was so cute. The Chewsicle. Oh, yeah. That was adorable. I was like, oh, that was so cute. I can't believe he made that. But then they said in the first episode, he's never even seen the sequels. I was like, where's the consistency? How is he such a big fan that he made an entire board game? But he's never seen High School Musical 2. Yeah, the continuity is kicking their ass. I think that... EJ was so pathetic in episode seven, guys. It really makes me sad to say he that. was like he's my fave. So I'll like I'll never say it publicly on social media, even though I'm saying it now. Like he really like it was really bad for him. Like no common sense, nothing. He couldn't read the room at all. Yeah, it was not like him to just hop out of his chair and be like, "Yes, woo!" Like he was acting like a himbo and not a good one. Yeah. 
not even. Oh my god, his outfit in the first part of the episode oh, when they're at school, oh terrible. Oh my gosh. That striped shirt what? and then track pants that are yellow. What? Oh yeah, let's actually go back to the beginning of the episode. So they're at their last rehearsal before Thanksgiving break. And I think it's been like a month since episode six, I would say. That's the time that has passed. Yeah, I think so. About a month, yeah. EJ and, um, EJ and Ricky are like obviously closer. Less beef, yeah. Episode six. Wait, Gina and Ricky. Sorry, Gina and Ricky. (laughs) Then when we last saw them during episode six, Mm -hmm. it was nice to see. Oh my gosh, they're red and blue. Oh, Uh so so much joy. And then we see them. We see them singing. What song were they singing? To um, what song were? I think they're singing um, start of something new. Yeah, yeah, and Steffi was the um disco ball. That was so funny. Oh my god! And then after they finish and they're packing up to leave, you see that moment where EJ and Nini are kind of sharing a moment, and then you see Gina. Not EJ and Ricky, but yeah, yeah. Oh my god! Why do I keep saying that? (laughs) Yeah, Gina looks at Rini with a hint of jealousy. And she's packing up, and I guess she's waiting for Ricky to walk out because she's just standing there for a good while. And then, oh away, and then he looks back at her as if to check on her. Yep. And then they go and talk. <sighs> they're in the corner talking to Seb, and they high five and like hold hands after. And oh, and that's like a thing that they do because they also did it in episode six where they'll high five and they'll hold on to each other's hand. So that's something that they do. It's cute. They have a lot of little quirks yeah. about their dynamic. Yeah. I thought that Nini was so weird at the beginning of the episode. Like, she was, like, hardcore flirting with Ricky for no reason. Like, all of a sudden, because she saw him and Gina at the end of the other episode, just acting very nasty. It makes me so angry. Because, like, what happened that all of a sudden she's, like, okay with him again? It's literally when she saw them do the spinny hug, she all of a sudden wanted Ricky so bad. Yeah. But... And that's the thing, they never resolve their issues. She's, like, interested in him again. He's interested in her again. They never talk about what went wrong. Nope. And I need to see, like, characters fall in love. Like, you telling me that they love each other doesn't mean anything to me. Exactly. Right. Like, I can't, even if I liked Nini and Ricky, like, I still couldn't be okay with it. Because they're just, like, oh, we're in love now. For that reason. Then Nini goes, oh, he looks so good. I mean, in the play. And I was just like, what? I was so confused. No, he does not. Because, first of all, (laughs) he's a little busted. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Oh, you guys. Okay, this is kind of unrelated, but. I was watching with a friend like last week and I was about to get to episode seven and like the loading screen for the next episode was Gina sitting on the piano in the outfit that she wears in the beginning of this episode singing. But what is she singing and why is that not a thing? Yeah, they cut out a lot. I wonder what she was singing. Was she like standing in for Nini or something? I think she was singing along with them. Yeah. Oh, that would have been so cute. They should do post credit scenes like um, MCU does. <laughs> like just that something cute fun. or fun. 
Yeah, they did like the one with um, Red and Ashen after the finale. They should do them after every episode because yeah, they have so much cool. content that they cut. I think. Yeah, I think it'll just it'll help the show a lot if they just start doing that. Like the Seb and Carlos thing is the first thing that comes to mind. Um, I think they should have cut their dancing scene and maybe just put in a conversation, and then they could have put the dancing at the end credits. It would have been really cute too. Mm-hmm. Such a cute way to end the episode. Yeah, it would have been better to have them talk because we, maybe we would have gotten to see some more development. Like the dancing scene was cute, but like we didn't really get to see them grow as a couple. Yeah, but they, that was. Oh, go ahead. Did you know that was actually Steffi and Rico? Yeah. What? What? Yeah, they were dancing yeah. for them. Somebody said that. What? That was so they were like their body doubles for that scene. Yeah, there's mm-hmm. pictures. Yeah. There's why pictures can't Frankie? Why couldn't Frankie and Joe just dance? <laughs> I don't think most of them can dance. Yeah, that's kind of terrible. If Frankie can't dance, <laughs> definitely can't. And you see that in something in the air. Oh yeah, yeah. When he, yeah. <laughs> oh my god, very dreadful. But I guess that's it. kind of terrible. Why would they make Carlos a choreographer? I can't. <laughs> How are they gonna do? I don't dance with EJ and Carlos. <laughs> oh, no. I really don't even think the show was supposed to be dance heavy until Tim decided to cast Sophia. That's, That's probably true. Yeah, so that is true. Do, like a lot of intricate choreography and performances. But like Carlos being a choreographer adds zero to the plot. They could have just made him like a student co-director, because that's literally what he does. <laughs> literally, yeah. So I'm like, why did they even put that in? Especially if Frankie can't dance. Right. Especially but... if you have Rico right there. <laughs> I still can't believe his name is Chuck. That was so weird. Chuck, why would they even do all the other ones have their names? Like the other extras have their real names. And they made his Chuck Rico something. Yeah, I'm so confused by that when I saw the little um what do you call them? The the Playbill? Yeah, Playbill. Mm-hmm. And isn't Chuck? Like mm-hmm. why can't just go by Rico? Speaking of the extras, I think this is another episode um where they kind of do no, wait, maybe it's not this. It might be the season two pick, but, like, they dress the extras way better, like, normal high schoolers. Yeah. And I think yeah. The They outfits, probably pick their own clothes. Yeah. I think the outfits in this up um, are okay. I don't know. I think EJ in sweaters just kind of pisses me off, but it's on brand for him. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's so dumb that the way they choose to convey that he's, like, smart and a jock is that he wears the sweater with the jacket over. It just looks stupid. <laughs> oh my God. He looks stupid. They need to, they need to sell ca- um, Caswell Letterman jackets. Oh, I'd buy one. Buy one. I'd, yeah. I'd be like, yep, my boyfriend plays water polo. So true. <laughs> but his his style just like pisses me off. It's giving Finn Hudson and Chris Evans in Knives Out. And they're not picking <laughs> At one. At the same time. <laughs> so bad like what episode was that i don't remember maybe and he wears a button up with the freaking jacket over it It looks so dumb it's just like why can't he just be smart with his mouth he doesn't have to they put too much layers on these people yeah the only person that needs layers is ricky right 
he looks like he's cold all the time and he wears layers <laughs> all the time too literally i really like his sweater in this episode yeah it's cute i thought that was cute i like nini's dress though i wouldn't wear it like if i saw in the store i'd be like this is really <laughs> ugly but <laughs> she makes it look really good i don't like the leggings they I... put underneath it God. did you see the dress without the sweater from episode one that nini was wearing it was yeah. worse right no no it was like cute it was was it the and they better? covered it up with the sweater yeah that's so oh, yeah. oh my god like she has nice pieces but then they just add too much to it and it ruins the whole look yeah i was saying that i was saying that their costume department gets a lot of good pieces but they just can't put Yeah, expensive pieces, good pieces that would look cute if they were styled in a good way, but they take it too over the top. Like, none of the clothes are even ugly. That's so frustrating. They make everything look bad. Mm-hmm. Was- but, like, why do they do that? I Like, I genuinely can't figure out why they do that. And it's noticeable, too. Like, I was watching with my friend, and she was like, I can't even look at their outfits. They look so stupid. And it's like, I don't know. I think it's a, it's a setup. It's always telling to me when hair and sometimes makeup outshines the clothes. Because, like, how does that happen? Hair and makeup is way harder. And they're not even doing that much for the show. But it's just right to me. I don't know. They The way that they styled Courtney in episode five will haunt me for the rest of my life. Like, they made her look insane. Yeah, it was pretty terrible. The jackets. And honestly, I wouldn't even hate if they kept the 2015 style that they have on Nini with the bomber jackets. But, like, why does she need a bomber jacket and a sweater and two pairs of leggings? Like, why? And they don't have to be so um, floral, either. Right. Like, just so many flowers. Um, but and they don't I'm even gonna stick be to a good style. I liked Ashlyn's outfit a lot. I think that was very good for her. In this episode? Yeah. I have no idea why she chose to wear a blazer to her own party at her own house. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you live here. What are you dressing up for? I wish they kind of gave her that um, hippie style, but I don't, I don't know what they're going for with her. And if it's not going to be that, then I wouldn't mind the blazer look. They give her the hippie style sometimes and other times she wears blazers like in the season two pictures she's wearing a blazer too i think it's the oh same God. blazer actually it looks very similar at least they're keeping that consistent but like why why is she <laughs> oh that's so funny looks like she's going to a job interview but Ooh. okay what else Gina's um outfit was so cute and her hair was so cute in this episode she was so cute looks were in this episode her sweater oh her hair i loved it she was so cute i can't believe ashton didn't invite her to the slumber party yeah i always the fact that nini was the one to invite her and like she had no idea because ashlyn never brought it up to her is kind of suspect but and, they're supposed to and then they're together. supposed to be living together? Like, Yeah, it's a bit weird. I wish they would have shown them, like, maybe getting closer over the season. 
So it wasn't like a big shock when she asked her, but I guess that's going to be their arc in season three. Season two, I'm sorry. It's becoming best friends and becoming closer. Oh, speaking of Gina's mom, I think it's so crazy that she told Gina while she was at the party. That was so sick, actually. <laughs> like, I get it if, like, Gina needs to, like, come home and help pack, but, like, you knew you were on speaker, and you didn't have to say, take me off speaker. You could have been like, okay, bye, sweetie, and then, like, texted her. And she ha- she told her she had 10 days. Why wouldn't she tell her when she got home? Exactly. Oh, my gosh. She could have even had the sleepover and then come home the next day. Like, I don't understand why she had to tell her right then. That was terrible. And then I feel so bad for Gina. She probably feels like she jinxed it because in that conversation with Nini, she literally said, I'm hoping I get to spend junior year at East High. And then immediately after, she couldn't. Gabriella Print. Truly. She really is Gabriella. That's so awesome to me. Like, makes me so happy. But that um, Gina Nini friendship thing they're trying to push here flopped very hard. Like it was not good. Don't like it at all. Mm-mm. First of all, Nini was literally just hating on Gina, like in the episode, talking about her and Ricky. Like she was just hating. So it's first of all weird that she would even try and be friends with her. So that gives her an ulterior motive, and I don't trust her to be friends with Gina at all. Gina and Nini gave Ricky conflicting advice about his mom, and I thought that was mm-hmm. such a good way to be like, this is one side to choose, and this is the other side. Like, he, um, what was it? After he had called his mom and Todd picked up, we'll get to that later, because that pissed me off to another dimension but anyway after that Gina told him not to call his mom and to just do what makes him happy and have fun and go to the party but then when he's leaving Nini tells him to call his mom and make up with her and tell her happy Thanksgiving and stuff and I just thought that was interesting so I think it's really interesting because Gina gives him the advice to not call his mom do what makes him happy and he does that he goes to the party with her he has a good time and then you know what happens she leaves he's devastated and then on the way out he gives him the advice to call his mom and i think it's really interesting that with ricky when things get tough he can't help but go back to what he's familiar with in a way if right. that makes sense like gina left unexpectedly it hurt him because people are always leaving And so many things in his life are changing. And for once, he was okay with that when it came to Gina, but she's gone and things are changing again. And it's almost like him taking his advice is like the start of him going back to his old self. Like that was kind of the turning point. And that you see that in episode eight when they start going back to their old ways, reconnecting over their shared past. So I don't know. I thought that was interesting. Definitely. And he literally, his character development went up so high and down, like, immediately. Because in that very same scene, he stands up to Nini and tells her to back off. He doesn't want any of her advice. He's done with her or whatever. But then he takes her advice and calls his mom. Needs to see a therapist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's so sick how they had um, Gina and Ricky just kind of shut the door in her face 
in a row. That was funny. Gina <laughs> didn't even answer her at all. It's so like interesting seeing like how different parts of like the fandom have different interpretations of scenes. Like for example, like what we were just talking about with how Ricky and like his decision to call his mom or not and like how Nina Nini and Gina gave him like differing kind of advice on what to do. A lot of Rini's feel like by Ricky choosing Nini's advice and calling his mom at the end of the episode is him choosing her as if to say that he knows him better. And I think that's a fair interpretation to make from that. But I also think based off the events of what happened before he did that, I don't really feel like that's the case. No, I don't think that's the case either. You see him embrace Gina's advice. Like he, he takes does. both of their advice. So I don't really know. Like he takes both of their advice. He doesn't but it happens after so she obviously he's not gonna me. take her advice mm-hmm. and not call his mom. I agree. But yeah. What else important happened in this episode? Did we talk about Nini and Gina's conversation? A little bit. A little bit. I think I did like that moment where Nini invited her to the sleepover. I think that was really nice of her because out of everybody at the party, why would it be Nini doing that? Yeah. That conversation really, 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 really annoyed me. Like, really bad. And, like, I know people say, like, it was a cute friendship moment and that it was, like, the start of them, like, developing a connection. But... I just didn't get that vibe at all. Like when Gina was talking about like how it's really hard for her to move all the time. And like, she doesn't really get to form like deep connections with other people. And then Nini's response is that, well, it must be nice to get a fresh start. Like it's just self yeah. awareness <laughs> and empathy from her. I, the conversation doesn't sit right with me. She's so, so incredibly tone deaf. And it's crazy because when you look up like reviews of the episode and like um recaps, um, they always put tweets in it and it, all the tweets are like, Are you kidding me? Gina is leaving again right after her and Nini start to be friends. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> um Nini was literally laughing during that conversation. Oh my god. That was terrible. <laughs> she was laughing. And then people, um, I think it's so funny that people that don't like Seb will literally be like, like, I ask people all the time, like, why don't you like Seb? And they'll be like, oh, because he laughed with Nini when Gina's mom said she had to move. And I'm like, that's such a small thing. But, like, it makes sense. Yeah. I mean, if I'm, I, I don't love Seb. And that's probably because of episode eight. But I'll get more into that when we do that episode. But, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, he's just kind of there. I don't know if I hate him yet. I guess I'll have to see. I guess I can't say I hate him because he really doesn't do anything. He's never there. He just has his little cute moments, like this app. He was cute. Yeah. Sebos was cute. That was cute. I was happy when to he see called him honey. Yeah. And, oh my gosh, I'm so happy that this episode just confirmed that Elos, um, they're Gleeks. <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh my god when when he said he had a category of the game called looking for glee i was like ah 
I mean, I think it's kind of smart that they acknowledge that the show or High School Musical, well, not High School Musical, but the show has Glee references or like influences because i feel like if they didn't reference that Mm -hmm. they would have a lot more people that were hating on them about it yeah like it's it's okay to like take stuff from shows and put your own twist on it it's like as long as you acknowledge it it's okay right and when they remake the boy's mind scene but it's gina and nini then we'll see (laughs) oh my gosh oh my god (laughs) that would be so bad Boy. I just oh got now I want to make like a thread of Glee performances and like high school musical characters doing this or I genuinely <laughs> think it would be so funny. The tweet that you <laughs> tweeted about um run Joey run <laughs> but it's Ashlyn and <laughs> Red and the French guy. I was like, oh my god. That actually makes you think I don't know. I'm really upset that Ashlyn really just doesn't have confidence in herself yes like in this episode um nini gives her a compliment too and she like looks like she's about to cry and i'm like yeah damn no one's ever told you you're good at anything i just like i want to give her a hug because like she really is she's a nice person you know she's pretty she's talented um you know that's like and she she has friends like She's in the theater department and the robotics club. She definitely has friends. So I'm just right. wondering if they all um, suck. <laughs> Maybe she needs a new one. Maybe she <laughs> should go try to join the cheer team with Gina and Courtney and she'll have a sisterhood. Because that's the only thing that makes sense. Because, like, I don't know. These compliments Big Red were giving her... This sucked so much. I love it. It wasn't even a good compliment. Oh my god, that was so pathetic. That's more of the, that's more of the writer's fault than Big Red trying to be cringy. Yeah, I mean everything that he says just comes off weird because he gives me such gay vibes. <laughs> <laughs> he, he was like, "I like the way you sing," and I was like, "Sir." Yeah, I can't take anything he says seriously. And I don't know if that's just because he's a ginger or because he's clearly gay or what. But yeah. But Larry has the best comedic timing. Yeah, Yeah, he does. Oh my gosh. I love it. I love He's hilarious. Like when he's with Ricky and like with everybody else. But him and Ashlyn, it's just, it's too weird. I think that Ashlyn as a character makes everything awkward. Every single interaction she has is so awkward. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, that's that's really it. That's the way to describe it because sometimes like their scenes are cute. Like I'm not gonna be a hater and lie. Like sometimes their scenes are cute. Like the end of episode eight, that was really cute, but it was just awkward. And I don't know yeah. why it shouldn't have been. Or the tech rehearsal, like she was helping him out because she used to do tech. Um and it's still awkward. Like, how does right. that happen? I, I, like, the way she receives the compliments is awkward. The way she replies back to them is awkward. It's not really anything on Red's side at all. Besides the fact that he sounds like he likes men. <laughs> I really, I just think they didn't do a chemistry chemistry read um, for Julie Oh, certainly not. Um, which I guess is... They didn't do it. Like, they only probably did... 
There was Ricky and Nini's. And then and... Ricky and Red. That's it, I think. Yeah. Yeah, because all the other, these other ships were completely unexpected, I think. Yeah. I, I think Seb and Carlos weren't unexpected, but everyone else. I think Larry just didn't get one because I feel like he was thrown in there because um, for those happy birthday posts, Tim's, Tim posted like, their audition tapes, and he's the only one that doesn't have one alone. His is with um, Josh. Really? Mm-hmm. Sad. Oh, oh wow. But yeah, he works well with what he's getting. Yeah. I think it's going to be really funny for him to be in the middle of a love triangle. <laughs> That's so funny. Why are they doing another love triangle when they haven't resolved any of the other ones? I think they're going to do like a triangle of triangles, which I think could end up being really funny and good. Yeah. Oh, my God. Another Glee thing, but it reminds me of, um, what was it? I don't remember what they were singing. I watched this last night, and, like, three couples were singing at once, and it was just, like, cutting back between each couple, and I was like, oh, I, man. I love when that happens. Wasn't it's that so good? They were, they're, like, a virgin. Yes. Yeah. Oh, my, oh my gosh. gosh. I love Glee so much. Like, I'm, yeah. like, cheesing so hard right now, thinking about I, it. <laughs> it's so good. Like, they need to do something like that, like, some type of parallels to tie all of them together. Mm-hmm. I think that would be so funny. But I feel like they wasted. I feel like they wasted some of their scenes because I think it would have been funnier to have Big Red and the French guy um, <laughs> try to like size up on each other and get into their spaces, like Ricky and EJ were supposed to be doing in this episode. <gasps> Guys! Oh my god! Oh yeah. my god! They're getting I don't dance. Those two, <laughs> I I can see that now. Like the French guy can dance and stuff because he's a mu- musical theater kid. Oh my god! And Red is red, and they just do. That would be so funny. Oh my god! <laughs> I can. See. I think that would be so good. <laughs> I think. Yeah. I mean, it definitely. It would make it less gay, but <laughs> no matter. Would how... it though? No, it's probably the not. First, the original one. Right. I mean. As much as we want it, I really don't think it was going to go to EJ and Carlos. And I think this is the second best option. Yeah, yeah I saw that dream um, cast, not cast list, track list. And they wanted it to be EJ and Ricky. And I'm like, that doesn't even make sense. They're both in theater and they're both going to be playing. They are go- both going to have the leads at least once. I think if they make I do dance, a uh, tap dancing thing, I'll love it. <laughs> Oh, my, oh my God, it would be so funny. And they're just going through the hallways, um, going off of lockers and stuff. And like, <laughs> when Ricky picks up the phone and Todd answers, like that, something about that made me gasp. I have no idea why. When he's like, Lynn's in the shower. Oh, you know, like they knew what that like meant, though. Yeah, I thought that was so, so like, weird. They, yeah, that was weird. I can't believe they put that in there. It was probably like, you know, like, there's YouTube videos of adult jokes you missed in, like, childhood shows. <laughs> but, like, it wasn't good. High School Musical is going to end up on Watch Mojo. <laughs> Top 10 worst characters. <laughs> but, no, that was so crazy to me. Because, obviously, you know who Ricky is. His contact name is probably his name, duh. Um, And you answered the phone. I think that's so crazy to me. If I had a kid and... At a boyfriend like that, how does he tell them not to answer the phone? Do you he think- probably didn't even tell Lynn. He just answered the phone unprovoked, which is even creepier to me. I just like think- you just 
pipe somebody's mother and you're gonna answer the phone <laughs> i literally think yeah. that, um lynn had an affair that's that's my biggest theory and it's the one i'm most confident in because you have to be extremely close to do that kind of stuff right not ask because like if they had an affair maybe like todd thought like ricky knew about him longer maybe oh that makes makes sense i hope i i really need to do that because i need ricky to be ricky's gonna have to be this show's marissa cooper and they're gonna need to dump just everything on him (laughs) but i'll probably enjoy it a little bit more that's the only thing josh knows how to do cry (laughs) oh my god and todd told on himself too with the because they've only been divorced like what they're not even divorced they're just separated and he was like oh i've heard so much about you for weeks ricky like what exactly like you're not talking about your little fuzzy teenager back in (laughs) i oh you talk on your first date so you definitely known him for a while and she just she's in the shower like what oh god it's just so weird is she oh like he's just laying in her bed like Lynn's in the shower (laughs) can you imagine on dates and stuff she, he wouldn't know she's in the shower <laughs> it's like what? like well she trusted him to be in her house while she was not out there in the shower door probably closed shampoo in her eyes he could have just robbed her <laughs> and she trusted not to do that so they obviously knew each other for like ever that's actually really sick and also i think the craziest this is also crazy to me now that i think of this um but was she showering with no music <laughs> like maybe I'm just built different, but that phone would have been hung up. That call would have been declined. So you listen to music in the shower. She yeah, she didn't put her phone away. Like her her boyfriend, she hasn't even known that long. Is has her phone password and is picking up her it phone. Doesn't make sense to me. Oh my gosh, it has to be an affair. I think it was so funny that Ricky didn't even say anything. He just hung up. He was like, "What?" <laughs> Oh my god, it's so gross. I can't even stop thinking about it. Like <laughs> she's sick in the head for that. <laughs> oh, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> no, but my favorite thing about Ricky is every time something tor- like terrible happens to him, he just has to sit back and like <laughs> sit, <laughs> sit there for a couple minutes. <laughs> like before Gina walked in, he's just sitting on the counter like, oh my god. <laughs> Oh, it's so funny. I think that when um 
in episode 10 when Todd comes. I just can't stop thinking about this. Oh my god. It's probably so awkward. Like, Mike knows that they've been dating while they were still together. He has to have known this. Because he didn't seem like upset or surprised that he was there. I think they, they probably talked about it in their couple of therapy they went to. <laughs> Oh, oh my god. Imagine meeting the man your wife's been sleeping with. Oh my god. So literally his name is Todd. I think that'd be the worst part of it. Like go ahead and see on me <laughs> with somebody named Todd. Like Did you hear the theory that Todd is like EJ's dad? Oh my gosh. What? <laughs> that'd be- oh my, oh my god. That'd be amazing. And then Yeah. And then Todd and uh, me, not Todd. And then EJ and Ricky have a Kurt and Finn. Oh no! Oh my god! (laughs) Oh my god! Oh my god! I think that would be so funny, actually. I'm gonna love that theory. That's gonna be my brand now because it'd be great. Because EJ's obviously rich, and rich people, you know, in kids shows, they don't have to explain their job. It's like, yeah, my dad's rich. He goes on business trips, and I'd be like, yeah. That's big money right there. Business trips, he's flying. Um, and yeah, it doesn't work. If they, but you know, Tim, I guess hates EJ. Yeah, we just have to, we have to assume everything about him. Like, what if EJ is like actually poor, and that's why he goes so hard at water polo? It's a rare sport, <laughs> and can get him a scholarship to college. Well. <laughs> I think that would be a really funny plot twist, actually. Like, not a funny plot twist. (laughs) (laughs) A really good plot I think they need to give EJ, not in season two, this is another reason why they should be the same age, they need to give EJ his little um, Holly J moment and just have him go broke. Yeah. (laughs) I feel like they're going to do that this season. Like, all the pictures of him doing charity work and stuff, I think he's going to be the one that gets a job, and I think he's getting cut off or something. I think it'd be great if he's rich at the beginning of the season and he gives away, like, he's, like, donating all his stuff and then by episode <laughs> two he has to go back to Goodwill and actually move back. <laughs> <laughs> that would be so sick. Oh, my God. Um, What was I going to say? I forgot what I was going to say. I don't know. But, um, yeah, I think that He's definitely going to be humbled next season. Oh, my God. Back to episode seven really quick. When <laughs> He's so stupid when he brought the freaking um, lobster dip and bought it. <laughs> and then told her he was eating it on the way. Like, what? I love him. A little, like, flashback to that. Like, his car swerving while he's dead. <laughs> so crazy how do you even like imagine driving and you're like like i understand the dip but the what was it called the balsamic how do you yeah how are you driving how do you even work that <laughs> why would he bring that to a group of children right? <laughs> they probably thought it was the fanciest thing they ever had though um at the end when they were up for the party <laughs> yeah red was like can i take this <laughs> also um Speaking about EJ being humbled in season two, they decided to do it better. I think anything would be better than him losing Instagram followers like that. 
That was so stupid. Oh my god, it would have been so funny if he was like a legit influencer and like he was losing like sponsorship. <laughs> and he should make his like Seat Geek just dropped you, man. He should make his apology <laughs> video. Or like I think even an apology video would have been funnier than what they had with the confessionals. I think that was so stupid. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. Imagine tapping through someone with 30,000 Instagram followers and he's just like, yeah, I cheat at water polo and I steal stuff and I poison people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if the show was realistic, it would have somebody would have screen recorded that and then it would have become a meme, a meme on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> the way he um, starts all his stories too. It's like, what's up, Instagram? Like, oh my god. And the craziest part is like, he talks to his followers like they all don't go to East High. <laughs> right. What up, guys? It's my cousin Ashlyn. Like, yeah, I know. No, I have science with her. This is not special. <laughs> I mean, most people didn't know Ashlyn. That video um, before season one was so funny. They were all like, Ashlyn, who's that? <laughs> <laughs> Nobody knew her. That's so funny. But she's in like every club. That's kind of sad, actually. How are you in every club and nobody knows you by name? I forgot. She's in that, like, LARPing club or whatever. Her Anya. <laughs> her Anya. They gotta give her a LARP episode. <laughs> I don't know why every show on Disney Channel used to have LARPing episodes. I remember, like, Good, Good Luck Charlie, Charlie had one. Mm-hmm. I think Kicking It had one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're fun. That's so fun. But I've never met anyone in my life that actually has done that. I think LARP, a LARPy party... A LARPy party. I think a LARPing episode would have been funnier than a Thanksgiving episode. Yeah, that would have been funny. I remember actually. when I first saw this episode, I thought it was life-changing. Like, oh my gosh. But now I'm, like, struggling to think about what to talk about. Like, I feel like we haven't talked about the party enough, but we also did. Not- the party was dead. I have something to bring up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. So, back to episode four. Ricky's leaving his the voicemail Chanini and he opens up, Hey, I know we don't do phone conversations anymore. Correct? Mm-hmm. Then October 9th, I know that because that's my birthday, and that's when Ricky and Gina start getting close. Thanksgiving is like a little over almost two months, and he says to Gina, I'll call you. Meaning that they do phone conversations. And she says, there's no need to call me anymore. Anymore. Oh my gosh. That was my takeaway. I I went to like a movie with my friend and I was like talking his ear off about that theory. Not even a theory, like it's fact. It's fact, yeah. Yeah. Which reminds me, we didn't talk about, why didn't we talk about the hats? The oh hat! Oh! Okay, wait. That scene is genuinely so sweet. Mm-hmm. Like, it makes me smile so big every time. And I she see was it. nervous about it too. Like, she was like, "We can walk there, but it's so cold." And I made you this hat. It's like, oh, what? And then, oh, and she made the cupcakes. Oh, and he's trying to like resist him, like acting all cold, like, "No, I don't want to go." And then he breaks and he smiles and he's like, "Give me that hat!" Oh, oh my gosh. Oh. I think that was so funny when he, um, when she walks in and she wants to walk to Ashley's. He's like, Can I meet you there? And he's like, still sitting on the counter after <laughs> Todd. <laughs> he like has to brace himself. I'm like, Dude, it's not that serious. He's scared. He thought Todd was going to be at the door too. 
<laughs> oh my god oh my god and that was on thanksgiving oh god y'all that todd was in her bed on thanksgiving ew. oh she was not waiting for him to call ew that's actually so crazy to me how <laughs> actually how are any of them awake after thanksgiving i eat like two for some reason um, i might always pass out and i have no recall <laughs> of what happened um it's that the fact that they're going to a party the fact that she's already up and in the shower I don't know. They probably had McDonald's for Thanksgiving. <laughs> oh, and were they at her like her apartment or something or like his house? Either way, I think they're probably oh. at her place. I that's like how I like to imagine it. I imagine she has a loft. It's fitting for her. <laughs> oh my god! When um, Ricky slut shames his mom and Nini in the same sentence. <laughs> oh Jesus god. Christ! Oh god, that was yeah. too much. <laughs> I was like, okay. There's something not <laughs> he was right like, with him. Oh my god. He was like, she just left two weeks ago and she's got a boyfriend. Sound familiar? <laughs> I was like, oh. That was such like, a good Jesus. line. Oh my god. <laughs> it was so funny. But like, Jesus. I think I think it's crazy that Nini heard that and then went home and wrote out of the old. What? <laughs> She has no self-respect. I'm sorry. How can we talk about out of the old? How she writes a whole song about like wanting to leave the town. She's taking down pictures. She's like wanting to leave, and then in the next episode, she's like no character development whatsoever. No, no, they no seriously. The way they write Nini just throw, like pisses me off because like even with Gina's thing, right? Um, yeah, Ricky kind of did the same thing to her, but at least we know in the book what really went down and how and he apologized mm-hmm. um i don't think he ever apologized for what he did to nini and she's like out of the old and then she dives straight back into him the next episode I'm gonna with him. um but our lord and savior big red put the stop to it <laughs> also i nini greets them and and he says we as in him and gina she does the talking head says we they are a we now acknowledges that there's something going on and then like and still Gina's has gone, to stick her nose in fine it. to do whatever i love to tattoo yeah, that gross. scene on my back <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> no but you know what i think is so interesting a lot of people that don't ship ricky and nini I mean ricky and gina will say like oh she doesn't deserve uh ricky doesn't deserve her he's such a terrible person but like He's a terrible person to Nini. He's not a terrible person to Gina. He's literally just terrible to Nini. He doesn't apologize to her ever. He slut-shamed her maybe three times. <laughs> and he, he literally told her to, like, buzz off. And then the next episode, he's like, suddenly, we're besties again because I have nobody else. I really... You're my he's really out of, sight, out of mind. I really wish yeah. they stuck with that a bit more and just make Rina the... Um, girl who's hopeless, romantic, bright and bubbly, and guy who um, I hate everything in the world except for you. That would have been so and cute, yeah. Because, yeah, yeah. yeah. I honestly don't like that trope. Really? Because no, I like when Nathan and Haley do it because, like, Nathan becomes a better person, but the guys that like are still a-holes outside of the relationship really make me upset. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sometimes they do it. 
I don't know, I've seen it done wrong and I've seen it done right. Yeah. I think that like they could have been a good mean couple too. Like <laughs> that would have been cute and then been sweet to each other. I I support that. That's a good I think that was a good trope and like that one edit that wants them to be that so bad is so funny <laughs> to me. <laughs> Because Ricky doesn't have an abrasive bone in his body. Every time he tries to say something, it just comes off really weird. Like, the only times that things that he says sound actually mean is when it's towards Nini, which is kind of telling. Mm-hmm. But, it's the only time he yeah. doesn't, like, kind of rush and apologize either. <laughs> yeah. Which is crazy. Out of the, out of, I'm, thinking, I'm still thinking about Out of the Old and why it wasn't, why it wasn't that Gina's song. It wouldn't make so much okay, sense. Okay, so I actually was sitting and thinking about this, and I don't think it fits Gina just because it's about like wanting to leave and she doesn't want to leave. But also, like, the lyrics are kind of on both sides, and I th- they could have just made it a Gina song. They both, or they could have just yeah, they both could have sung it. Yeah, because like, like I said earlier, I just love scenes like that when it's cutting back and forth, like. I know. Nini talking about how she wants to move on out of the old. Yeah, that would have worked. And then Gina talking about, I guess, don't want to be a yearbook more than yearbook memory. Is she even there long enough to take yearbook pictures? <laughs> I mean, she's probably in the picture. Maybe. I don't, I don't even know. I don't, I've never seen that. Like, for high school. I know, like, elementary school, if you weren't there for pictures... Um, you couldn't get the background, and they just take you out into the hallway and <laughs> I remember against that. the wall, the cafeteria. Yeah, and edit into your book. So I don't know. I don't know how that works for high school. I've literally never seen it. I don't think. I think they usually have retake days, but she probably would have missed the retake day actually. Because <laughs> I know we do yearbook pictures in the spring. So That's really, smart. that's actually really smart. Now, like think about it yeah because that way you i have never had a good yearbook picture it's real sad <laughs> was, oh my gosh i don't also know. why are yearbooks so expensive that's like nothing to do with the topic but they're like 75 dollars yeah they're expensive yeah. Mm-hmm. for Actually, no reason oh my god i hate the thought of paying for a yearbook especially now that for my school i have to contribute a lot to it and it's just like damn like these photos are from my cell phone Give me that shit for free. <laughs> I mean, speaking of yearbook, I need like high school music needs to do a thing with yearbooks for like promos. Oh my they god, for this season, they need to which do is that. why another reason why they all should have been the same age because the final season mm-hmm. could have been graduation promos, yearbooks. Uh, they're super limited, really cute. Most likely, a lot, to. Of, them, a lot of them, right? Man, is geared toward like younger kids. But hopefully now they realize like majority of the viewers are older, so they'll put. I really hope they things. need. They realize that. I think they do because I don't based off what yeah. I've seen, but their books are very juvenile. I'm like, you could make so much from these books if they had substance. Like if that Portwell book was written a little bit more, like if it was 200 pages, I would have got into it. I don't mm-hmm. even care. Like I would have read 200 pages about episode five. I think the newest book would be better because it's written by like an established author. Yeah, she wrote the yeah. sentence. The sentence books mm-hmm. were really good. Were oh so my- good. Oh my god, I used to eat those. Oh my gosh. Up. In fifth grade, me and my friend, only two 
I and my friend group, only two people bought it. And we used to have different days of the week where we can read our pages. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, oh, my God. That book opened my eyes to so much. Like, I remember being obsessed with the movie and then reading the book. And I was like, damn, there's so much to be explored in this. Honestly, oh, I love this ending. They should just really do more with the books. It's smart. If you're not getting enough airtime from Disney, put it in a book and put effort into right. it. Put the cutscenes in the book. Literally. I mean, they should stop cutting songs because you can't put that in a book. But, like, the cut little scenes, like the scene in the Portwell book of Gina crying. That would be cool. Like, that was good to go yeah. in the book, I guess. I should have went in the show. But, uh, yeah, whatever. I just, I look back at the book and the cut scenes. And then I just put it into my area. <laughs> <laughs> They need to do some good merch for, like, teens. Like, I think I would eat up. Like, I went to Hot Topic the other day, and I saw a Riverdale body pillow of Archie. And I was like, if they had an EJ one, I would buy three of them. <laughs> oh my God. I would literally oh, Riverdale buy merch is cute. Season one. It's so funny, season though. Season one had me hooked, and I was ready to get my little River Vixen shirt. Head bitch in charge. <laughs> No, oh my god. I literally wanted a serpent jacket when I was like That's why they I should wanted... do the Letterman's. Like they really should. That would be so good. And people would already like it because first of all, um people will buy anything East High. Like yeah. adults, grown adults would buy it, mm-hmm. kids would buy it. They have a good franchise on their hands and they need to stop making stuff just for kids. But um the funniest piece of merch I've seen so far is they have a Troy costume, but it's, like, for small, small children. And it's not even called the Troy costume. It's called the Troy... It's the Ricky as Troy costume. <laughs> but it's just... So Troy. It's called Ricky as Troy. And I was like, what's the difference between Troy costume and Ricky as Troy? <laughs> they really failed when you know nobody dressed up as them for Halloween. I If I did Halloween, I would... Gosh, Gina, I think I would just layer everything on my closet. <laughs> uh, I'll put on a blazer and be out. <laughs> oh my god, or put on every piece of animal print I own and be um, Courtney. <laughs> oh my gosh. Just, I got I just track pants and a striped shirt, and you'll be EJ. Huh? Track pants and a striped shirt, and that's EJ. I can't believe they did that to him. They could have at least done red pants, but like yellow. Just looks stupid. I feel like that fit should have been him at home. Ashlyn coming to him after the party. Hey, I saw your follower account go down because, (laughs) and he's bumming it, eating ice cream from the pint, and he's like, it's not good. Not good for me. No, my God. He reminds me so much of season one of Riverdale Archie in that, like, everybody else's problems are so... Well, him and Nini, like, all their problems are so real or whatever. And then EJ's just there losing 600 followers. (laughs) Like, Gina's in her bed, sobbing her eyes out. Ricky's crying, calling his mom. And then EJ lost 600 followers. Epic highs and lows of high school football. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to think more. So, I know this episode. I, think, I think of this episode. Just think about, about Nini. Like, what was going on? She was such a menace. And 
um seven and eight she's such a freaking menace i don't even mm-hmm. hate her that much in the finales not yeah i don't really hate her that much towards the end it just it's just annoying that she just doesn't really listen to people's advice but she's the one like kind of asking for it yeah but, like, queen i do that <laughs> <laughs> she's very much like archie in the sense that she thinks her problems are as big as everybody else's but like you come yeah. from a stable family like you get an opportunity of a lifetime pun intended but then like oh my god but at least but at least with archie like yeah he does think that but i mean he's kind of like non-asshole to other people's problems and he like that's he right yeah that's uh help him out because he has that little um hero complex mm-hmm. yeah my like hate panini just stems from the fact that like one she treats like her problems as big as everybody else's and then like tries to diminish her problems and then like mostly from the fact that she acknowledges that ricky and gina were like close and then like in the next episode like once she like goes and kiss him and like acts like gina wasn't like He's he literally like there was no time for Ricky to process that Gina left the day early because she just jumped in. You're right, you're right. Like, yeah, like, well, I want to like go to a different school, and I'm like, that's completely different from being forced to move than like thinking about doing something for yourself, honestly. And this also shows that Ricky really did right. care about Gina. If you still like, like this, um, I'd say, oh, wait, no, 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 no. 10 days after it happened. Or, how did it go? He said something, the line, it was, she left a day after she missed tech rehearsal. Yeah, so it was like... episode 8 uh-huh. takes place 9 days after the Thanksgiving party? Something like that, yeah. Yeah, and he was still something thinking like about that, that. Yeah. and then Nina kind of was just acting like that literally a little over a week later, which is crazy, after... You really saw what happened with Gina. I have. It's like, it's like he was. Tr- she was trying to distract him from Gina leaving, and I think that kind of just pushed Gina not out of his mind, but like into him thinking she's definitely yeah, never yeah. coming back. Because she doesn't like Nini doesn't want to address it with him or say like even like it's okay or anything. She just pushes it completely out of his mind and tries to talk about other things. And I don't think that was the way for her to go about that. And that's all we have for episode seven, Thanksgiving. Thank you guys for listening. Follow us on Twitter at Homeroomies and <laughs> have a nice day. Bye. I don't know.